Hey everybody, you're listening to Showing Up with Edward Terrace, and today I go in depth with my mindset of hiring my first employee and a lot about my mindset with taking time to think. Man, oh man, thanks everybody for coming back to the show. So for a lot of you that know, I give a, I give a, little, I give a lot of updates on my business. Uh, things that I'm developing, working on. Uh, I mean, I really go in depth on that stuff. And the last time I kind of talked to you about this stuff, I was telling you I was hiring a VA, virtual assistant. And I did that. Ended up not working out for the first one that I hired. And, you know, it was really just more so the uh, the time on task, getting something done in, in a certain amount of time. And I could just tell from the go it just wasn't going to work. And... I could tell you something about me that I'm definitely going to have to work on as a business owner is hiring and training and probably everything else involved because I've I've never really done this before where I've I've hired somebody uh, to this extent. I've I've hired a VA in the past to do some advertising for me, but nothing long term. And my hiring process right now is pretty rudimentary. Is that that the word you use there? Um, I do it kind of, you know that phrase you hear, it says, uh, slow to hire, quick to fire. Uh, I'm quick to hire and quick to fire. It's, uh, you know, I don't really take a whole lot of time right now to hire somebody for a job because I just, are, do you really know, are you really going to know who could do a good job? Maybe, but that ain't me yet. I don't know. And I feel like I've got to, I've got to take my licks, you know, I've got to invest in people. I've got to spend time training and I probably got to spend time getting burned, uh, whatever that means, you know, uh, for what I'm doing. And I'm just not, I just haven't had those experiences yet. So I feel like yeah, that's always something that is a part of any time you're learning something. Uh, it's like when I was renting apartments for the first time. When I first started renting apartments, I, I first started in real estate for the very like first six months learning sales specifically where you're trying to help people purchase property. And just getting somebody to say yes was a damn nightmare for me. So when I transitioned to the leasing world for a couple years, I I couldn't get somebody to say no. I mean, everybody wants to see an apartment. Everybody needs a, a place to live. And people love looking at shiny things. I mean, I can't tell you how much people love looking at property just to look. And that was... That was a big adjustment for me. So I would take people out. I mean, I would take people out. Maybe five people a day. I mean, I was probably doing at least 25, 30 showings with 25 to 30 different people every week. Uh, Was I burnt out? Hell yeah. Did I learn a lot about the market? Hell yeah. Did I learn about the people that I didn't want to work with? Hell yes! You're absolutely right I did. And I would run around with my head cut off 
for the first however long it was until I learned that you need to pre-qualify people. And uh, I would sit in my stool, my chair, taking, I would rather take a bunch of phone calls over the day and then run around with a couple different people. And at that point in time, I could show 10 properties and then, you know, two of those people are going to rent. So, I mean, maybe sometimes it would be more. Uh, I, at one point, I'm pretty sure I got it to about a 50% conversion ratio where if I, if I took you out on a showing, I knew you were going to rent the property. Not because I'm some stellar salesman or anything like that. Uh, only because I would listen to the customer figure out if I'm going to be a good fit or if any properties that are currently on the market are going to be a good fit for their situation. If it wasn't, it was almost like I was sitting at the blackjack table counting cards. So I used to count cards at a casino uh, or at casinos back in the day. And it was it's almost like that where I would sit at the blackjack table and I would count cards for hours at a time, maybe 10, 12 hours, just waiting for the count to get high. It's a game of patience. And sometimes I'd go to the casino and it would be hot within the first hour. I'd make 600 bucks. I'd get the hell out of there. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like that when I was leasing property is I would sit there and wait. And really, I spent my time in the most efficient way possible. AKA almost like the blackjack table. I was spending my money in the most efficient way possible. Obvious? Probably. I'm betting $5 for 12 hours and then boom! Here you go. Let's bet 300 bucks, my friends. Um, but that's a story for another time. You guys shoot me. If you want to hear more about uh, uh, counting cards at casinos, shoot me a message on Instagram at Edward Terrace and I'll uh, ask me a couple questions and I'll, I'll elaborate on that. I got some pretty funny stories. But... I'm sure it's going to be the same way that it is now. You know, I'll probably put a job posting out there. You interview, you interview, you interview, but you don't hire until you kind of come right across that right person that's worth putting all of your time, your money, your investment into. Uh, And right now I'm just not there. So I know I went on a little side rant there, but that's how I currently feel. And the reason that story is so important to me is because you're not going to learn what's going to be worth your time until you waste your time. And AKA, wasting your time isn't quote-unquote a waste of time because it's it's just an education process. So I get on the interview today with the person that I hired. <laughs> it was the first person that responded to my job posting, which is actually super important to me. So there's this phrase in real estate called speed to lead. Speed to lead is important, my friends. Somebody's looking to purchase something. They don't care about me. They don't care about you. They care about what they want. And whoever can get that to them in the the fastest and the most efficient and easy way possible, that's who's getting the deal. So, for example, I had a client. I showed a property to. They called about a property. I answer the phone immediately. I schedule the property immediately. Next day, they see it. And they write an offer on it, and you know we're closing the deal at the end of the month. They're not all like that. I'm going to promise you that. I, w- I really wish they were, but they're not. And it, that's why speed is so important to me, where I'm not perfect, and nor is probably anybody else. Uh, maybe there's some people. I don't know. 
But a person I was talking to, they've never worked with a realtor before, they've never done this type of work, but they've done some sort of form of customer service, and they were the first person to reach out to me. Uh, I just need them to show up. That's it. I'll, I'll teach them about what they need to know. And the questions that I asked probably weren't, I wasn't like, so tell me about yourself. What do you feel like your best quality? Why do you feel like you'll be a good fit for this job? None of those stupid questions. Maybe they're important and I'm just naive, but I just didn't think they were relevant. Uh, so I get on the call and I just, you know, I'm talking to her and I said, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking for somebody for 10 to 12, uh, 10 to 20 hours a week right now, just doing typical scheduling, following up with nurture, uh, leads. That's just a category of people that are a certain time frame out from purchasing a property, uh, setting up automatic text and email campaigns and, you know, just kind of fitting things into my schedule. So I asked her, you know, what is it that you want? Like, is this something that you could you could you see yourself doing this? So she responds to me and she says, you know, that's a good question. For me, I am you know, exploring things uh, and the ultimate goal for me is to be able to work from home full time or not have to be on base because right now I'm working full time and I've got to be in the office. In today's world, I can see that. I mean, I literally cleared my email from my couch this morning at 8.30. I get it. Um, so I said, okay, well, I don't have the full time right now. I'm, I'm just kind of getting my feet on the ground for being able to hire somebody part time. But I'm going to be there in maybe a, a couple months. Like, how soon do you want this to happen? And she said, well, I want to be going full time from home or wherever I am in a few months. I said, okay, so if I can, you know, if I can close a couple deals and get to the point where, you know, it's going to be worthwhile for me to hire somebody for full time. uh, And of course, you don't end up hating working for me. And it's a good fit. um, Because I don't, I don't know if you're going to like me. Maybe you won't. Uh, That's okay. But if you do, um, then, you know, maybe we can make this work. And... I asked her, I said, is there anything specific that you need to do this job? And the reason that I ask that is because I feel like too often, well, in the real estate world anyway, is that people will take somebody onto their team or they'll take somebody on for whatever reason and they just kind of, you know, it's, they're still kind of letting them find their own way. You know, if I'm going to hire somebody for a job, it is my sole responsibility. Let's say, so she's going to work for me from 4 p.m. Central to 7 p.m., maybe 4 to 6. And so she's already going to be working full time. So I said, is this going to conflict with your schedule? Like, are you going to be able to sleep? Are you going to be able to, like, do your work, your mental health? Like, is that all going to be solid? And she said, yeah, it's no worries uh, because... She said, you know, her goal is to do this full-time. So if she's got to work a couple extra hours until she can do this full-time with whoever that might be, that's fine. And I, I totally understand that for the first, let's say, first couple weeks, I might be working four to six with her. I might be working four to seven with her. Not, not the whole time, but being on call for her. 
I feel like that's important because if you're getting hired for a job and somebody isn't available, they don't give you the training tools nor the tools to do the job. You know, I need to pay for that stuff. Uh, because if she's having a difficult time, she's going to end up hating my ass and she's going to leave. So I, I need to work for her. I mean, that's literally the only thing that I see this going at is like, if you're hiring somebody on, the only way that you're going to be able to get the opportunity to have them to clear up some work for you is if they're going to be okay doing the work, if they have got the, have the resources to do the work, and then uh, they have you to learn how to do the job. Because I don't care if she was a real estate VA or not. Because if she was a real estate VA for somebody else, she wasn't a real estate VA for me. In the Chicago market, in the way that Eddie T does business, you know, I'm, I'm probably pretty particular in certain ways. And I'm going to have to teach her about certain Chicago systems, whether it be like the specific property searches uh, that we use, and amongst many other things. Heck, how I like to have my calendar scheduled out. Uh, in I need to provide the most support possible. So I've really been, I've been thinking, I've been thinking a lot recently. Uh, I, I have these ebbs and flow of I'll work really hard, I'll get some money, and I take time to think. I stop what I'm doing. So a big thing for us in real estate, legion, meeting with clients. Uh, I took a lot of time this week to stop doing that and to think. Uh, of course, I was still meeting with clients. I, I met with eight brand new clients this week, uh, so I'm not stopping that stuff. I'm still building connections. But I've put some of that other stuff on the back burner. You know, not as much lead gen, not as much appointments because I don't want to fall into the I'm the only guy that can do this and I'm the only guy that can do it right. No way. This woman, I could tell you she's way smarter than me. Uh, for instance, she, she already speaks more languages than me. She speaks my language just as good as I do. And she is probably way more organized than me. You know, we're still going to figure that stuff out. But pretty much anybody's got to be more organized than me. I mean, when you hear somebody's voice, it tells a story. You hear the way I talk. I'm all over the place. Can you imagine what that looks like if you went into my brain? Uh, so I'm super excited. I'm super excited to see where this goes. I'm super excited to see what I think about. And it's really starting to get to that point in time of everything I've been telling you guys from the time in which I took the loan out to uh, work on my sales business specifically uh, to now is wanting to get to the place where I can say no. And I guess at first I said it's important to say no because then you say yes to the correct things. You're not compromised to a point where you have to say yes. But now that I think about it, the importance of being able to say no isn't just so you can say yes, but it's important to be able to say no so you can say no to everything, doing anything so that you can take the opportunity to think and ponder on what's going to yield you the most results and the most le least amount of your time. 
And, you know, I heard this story once about Bill Gates. I probably read it on Instagram. Please look this up. I am not a master encyclopedia. But I, I read somewhere that, I think, what was it, every six months or every year, Bill will take two weeks off. And he will go to a cabin in the middle of nowhere with books and notebook pads. He'll just think and he'll ponder. That is something to consider. And I think that's something I probably would love to work in to my life. Is just more, more think time, more ponder. Not just for business though. For, for everything. For time with my family, my significant other. Like really thinking about what provides me the most happiness in those areas of my life. Because we're always going. We're always going. And people are afraid, I feel like, to do these things where they pay out or they delegate. Um, or they let their ego get in the way too much to not delegate for those things. Because they're afraid of what they're going to lose. And, you know, I, I feel fortunate enough that I, I don't feel like I have anything to lose with taking this next step. I mean, hell, I, I took a chance of taking out a 10 grand loan with no other income and it happened to work out. And now, you know, I'm going to take money out that I was able to yield from that investment in myself to invest in something further. And maybe maybe that's what what business is or just growing in general is you take chances on yourself and if they pan out you get like a little more confidence and you take more chances on yourself and your confidence just grows and grows and I feel like that's where I am right now and I'm getting close to a huge catapult life or part in my life so I'll keep you guys posted. If there's any specific topics you're interested in, whether it comes to business, life, or you know anything that I kind of talk about, reach out to me. I would love to speak on it.